Hello and welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker. On this episode, I'm going to talk to Jan Julica, co-founder of Dalgado. Dalgado are a German design studio obsessed with sourcing the finest materials and crafting them into fairly priced, timeless accessories that are made to last. Their philosophy integrates minimalist designs with premium levers brought to life by revered artisans. And you can find out more about the brand and also shop the look through the website at www.delgado.de. And here is Jan to tell the story of Delgado. So we started the company, so my brother and I started the company in 2017. Um, and it was really a passion project for us. We've, we've always been interested in, in fashion and design, but uh, we have no background in it. Um, we, we grew up with design because our father is um, an agent for uh, Italian designer furniture companies for, for many, many years. So we grew up with these beautiful furniture pieces that still look good after 15 years. And, and we just knew, okay, quality and good design is something that sticks around. This is something we, we just kept with us. And um, then one of our really good family friends started a watch company about 16 years ago. It was, it was a D2C model, which didn't exist back then, especially in the watch, watch uh, industry. Uh, now, like with Kickstarter, it has become very commonplace, but back then it wasn't. And he has been extremely successful with it. And, and that really gave us the idea and also the inspiration to say, okay, I think this is something that could actually work and something we really want to do and, and turn this passion to something more tangible. Yeah. Um, but, but it took us a while to actually get there. Uh, Cause my brother, he was traveling quite a bit after high school. So he was in Australia and then uh, he, he studied in the UK and then also South Africa. And, and I was in the U S studying there and uh, well, founding a company in two different continents isn't really feasible. So we waited a bit and, and all of that changed then during my first year working in the US when my visa application got denied. Uh, I was working as a financial analyst and I uh, was applying for the H-1B visa and, and that's a, like a stage below the green card. And that is only distributed by pure chance. So I'm not married, I didn't do anything wrong or so, but uh, I just didn't get lucky. So then I had to move back at 60 days. I had to move back to Germany and it was like a fresh start. And that is when we decided, hey, this is the perfect time to actually create the brand. I had no other plans. And so I moved up to Dusseldorf. We were still located and we found the company. So that was like the background story of how we, you know, came right. into being. So how many people were working for the company today? So it's a small team. Um, we we work with um, uh, web developers. We work with a couple of photographers, with um, a freelancer that helps us with the marketing. They're not the firm part of the company, but we work with them. And then we have a couple of people helping us with customer support and sending out orders. But right. most of the work is done by my brother and I. Okay. And so what were the... F I mean, on the site now, you have some awesome trainers that we'll get into and some watches and accessories the uh, the gloves and the belts look terrific what was uh, the very first product in the first line that you launched the very first were belts you got classic and braided belts right correct and mind talking me through those and what makes these belts so special right sure so um classic belts is really the, the belt that comes to mind for everyone. I mean, that, this is the dress belt that has been around for, for ages. 
Um, and we didn't really change much of it. We just made it a really good quality product for a good price. The braided belts is something that came into being a bit more recently, and it is a more casual flair, which ties in really nicely with our approach for casual chic, uh, for casual chic wardrobe. Because um, it, it pairs nicely both with formal wear, but also then a more casual wear. Um, and the braided suede belts have been our most popular belts ever since we introduced them, uh, just because this is what our audience likes to see. The classic belts are made in Hamburg, if that's if I'm right, and then you got the correct, yeah. And then the braided belts are made in Milano. Is that right? Have I, have I screwed that up? That, that's correct. Right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So how did yeah. you manage to source the uh, the factories? What was the the process of going around and finding the right factory to make these belts for you? <laughs> that's actually a really good question because it was one of the biggest challenges for us in the beginning. I mean, we started out without any background in the fashion industry. We had no context. So we were like, okay, we have this idea, but how do we go on about finding the right kind of suppliers that share our values and that are okay with small order quantities? You know, this, this is the problem that any small company really faces. Um, so for the classic belt uh, company, we did a good old Google search. We were like, okay, well, we got to start somewhere. So um, the problem just is many of these many of these uh, factories they don't have uh, let's say search engine search engine optimized uh, websites yeah they're pretty bad usually so it was like on page 10 or so we finally came about this this traditional belt manufacturing in germany they're from 1829 i believe um so we said okay that sounds great let's let's go meet them so we we drove up there and they are amazing like they have so much know-how and it is just pure craftsmanship and it has been an absolute bliss working with them. Awesome. I want to talk about the trainers, Jan. Let's let's go. Let's get into the trainers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We've had the foreplay. Now it's time to get into the beef Wellington. I mean, the trailers look terrific because I say on the podcast all the time, I'm very much into like a, a minimalist trainer. I'm very much into something stripped right. back, no kind of logo heavy and, these are, are just right on the money for me. So maybe you can talk about the design process for these, what you had in mind and how you envisaged this trainer. Sure, sure. So just like with any product, our first approach will be, okay, this product needs to look good in 10 or 15 years. Like it, it can't be something that is just in style right now. No, that just doesn't work for us. So we already knew, okay, it needs to be very simple, a very, very clean silhouette, uh, not a lot of branding, not a lot of detailing, want to be as clean as possible. Yeah, you also see that with the um, stitch and turn um, process. So you have the, the stitch going on the inside of the lining leather, not on the outside. That really reduces the silhouette as well. All we have is the wingtip color on the backside. That is like our signature detailing on the shoe, also on the on the high tops. Um, so this is something that that makes us a little unique, but also... No branding is really visible. It's it's um, a blind embossing, so you can hardly see it. The people who know Dargada will recognize the sneaker by the wingtip color. And apart from that, the focus is purely on the shape and the material. So the leathers we use are phenomenal, and, and that is where the focus should be on. Where are these trainers made? 
they are made in Portugal. You have, you have the area around Porto, Portugal. Yeah, those are this is the hub for for really good sneakers. And then of course you have the marquee area in Italy, where you also have really good sneakers coming from. And what was it like when you first got the trainer delivered to yourself and you opened up the box and you got it in your hand? Oh my <laughs> god, it was like the best Christmas present ever. Because <laughs> again, like we, we we didn't know the, how the process worked and. And we found this super nice um, Portuguese manufacturer and and he helped us every step of the way. And he, he he allowed us to do every little bit that we wanted, all the small specialties we wanted to include. And um, yeah, we, we ordered our first prototypes. And when they arrived, we were so excited and so happy with the result. It's now a brand awareness, I imagine, for you guys and, and getting it out to the public. Is that is that the plan? That is, that is the plan, yeah. So with belts, it's it's now easier to be found on Google for us, just because there are not that many brands that really focus on on the belts and also the gloves. Gloves is something that hardly anyone does, especially the peccary and the carpincho gloves. Um, with belts, it's a bit more tricky. Obviously, there are a lot of players in the market, and um, we we won't be found just in a Google search. So it's something where the belt and sneaker combination comes in because it is becoming a trend. You know, the people now are okay with wearing sneakers to the office. Um, but the, the age old rule of thumb to, to match shoes and belts is still prevalent. It, it still looks good. Um, but there are not that many companies that offer the sneaker belt combination. And, and this is something where we stand out from many other brands. You know, that's a really good point. I mean, I think I figured it out quite late about the belt and the shoe kind of rule. I mean, you know, rules are quote unquote subjective, but I think the belt and the right. shoes are one that you really do need to adhere to. If not, at least getting the color right, you might not get the exact like, material or the fabric. Right. It might not be a leather belt with a leather shoe, but it, it has to be relatively in the same color wheel, right? Right. It, it just creates a great foundation for an outfit. And I, I had a friend come over to our offices and, and he bought our Nobertri sneakers, the, the light gray one. And he wanted a belt to go with it. And he tried every single gray belt we have just to end up with the Nobertri classic belt. Because it just looks the best. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. It, it's the best option for you to take. And they're also the, the easiest. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. So I think when you match things like pocket squares and ties, that kind of looks like your auntie bought you a gift set for Christmas with the matching stuff. <laughs> yes, but matching the yeah. cool belt and the and the cool trainer is something else altogether, isn't it? I think so too. And and the belt is also not so much in your face. Same with the sneakers. If both of them were in super bold colors, then it would just overpower the rest of the outfit. But this way, I think it just blends in very nicely with the rest of the outfit. And talk to me about the Dalgado watches, please, Jan. What makes these watches so special? And how did you manage to implement these into the brand? Yeah, yeah, that, that actually goes back to, to our inspiration. So they were created with our family friend who has the watch company. And at some point, yeah, he, he reached out to us and said, hey, why don't we, why don't we do something? And um, so it's a very limited um, numbers um, series so there were just like 50 produced of each hello everyone just chiming in here to do a correction 
Jan emailed me afterwards and said he misspoke regarding the quantity of the limited watches. Uh, he said there are 50 of each model. There are actually 25 of each model. And what he intended to say was there are 50 produced of the two chronographs and 50 of the two freehands. And uh, check out the website and have a look at those great watches. Okay, back to Jan. Um, they're, they're not a whole lot left and they won't be back because it was just a one-time thing for us because we thought, hey, he was a great inspiration for us, so why don't we do something together? Oh, that's nice. And especially if, you know, hoping that the brand goes on and does some great things, those watches could be a great timepiece and investment for someone someday, right? Well, I hope so. I hope <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. and and on the website you have there's a great section all kind of dedicated to climate positive and sustainability maybe you can just touch upon that a little bit and why it's so important for you guys yeah for many reasons Uh, we grew up in the in the south of germany so right by the alps and nature has always been important to us we were outdoorsy kids uh, and, and we love nature and and we, we had the, the good fortune of being able to travel a lot and then also see the, the bad impacts that our production and, and industry in general has. Um, so production in general, I mean, um, on, on the world. And that is when we first realized, well, this, this is not such a good way to go about things, especially for coming generations. Um, so right from the get-go, when we, when we founded Dugato, even when we were brainstorming for it, we realized, okay, we really need to focus on creating products that are not only ethically made in the right kind of factories here in Europe, but also sustainably made with the right kind of materials. Ah, and then going further, we wanted to make sure that we have no plastic in our packaging because why? There's no need to. It is, it's only bad for the environment. And then last year, we made the big step to becoming a climate positive company with our partner on a mission. So they help us calculate our entire carbon footprint. And that includes, um, you know, the, the production of the products itself. And then also the um, shipping or the delivery from our suppliers to us, shipping from us to our, our customers. It's, it's a big calculation. They help us with it. Um, so it's something we're really proud of. Nice. Yeah, no, some some good messages there. And- I'm curious, what's it like working for your brother now? Have you have you always got along? Do you always see eye to eye? Do you ever lock horns? You know, what's the relationship like working for your brother? We we really do see eye eye to eye on, on most subjects. You're the eldest most, one though, right? Uh, I am not. No, he's older. No. He's oh. older. Yeah. Yeah. He's 33. Um what what is nice is that I have the background in finance and accounting, so I'm really more sort of numbers guy and I do all the budgeting and, and all that good stuff. And I, I like the writing parts, so everything you see on the website is really written by me. Um, and he's a creative mind. Yeah, he, he would create the layout of the website, all the social media, the, the images for the website, so that this is his thing. So what is great is that we both have our own competencies and so we don't get in each other's ways that way. Right. Um, then just when it comes to the actual design of the products, then we'll really work together and, and figure out what both of us like best. I had, um, I forget the name of the brand, but I did have two brothers on. I know it was Vasty Headwear. I had uh, two gentlemen on that were brothers. And I said, it must be easier being brothers in business because you can be more direct with each other. You don't have to kind of flirt around and go, oh, well, what do you think of this? No, you know, be honest with me. You, know, <laughs> you can, because you have that, 
you know that foundation of uh, of being family you can just shoot from the hip i guess a lot of the time oh for sure for sure we also have the the german directness in us so if we don't like something <laughs> we're just gonna say it it just helps along the way there's, there's no reason to peer around the bush i mean it yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't help you in any way yeah uh, the instagram looks great the website looks terrific people can visit you. the website dalgado.de is where people can have a look and uh, and especially with some of the shoes and the trainers like i said i, I really love the the loren i think that was a really nice one thank you yeah the instagram as well is dalgado underscore official but we'll put all the links and notes over on the website uh where does the name come from dalgado yeah that's actually a bit of a longer story um we had a very hard time coming up with a name all we knew is we wanted it to be easy to pronounce and we wanted to hint towards like a, a Portuguese, Italian, Spanish flair, because we knew that's where we wanted our products to be made. Um, but we, there was no name that came to our mind where we said, okay, this is the one. Uh, so we started really with the values we wanted to incorporate in Delgado. Um, so right away we knew, okay, so we want to create minimalist designs. They, they need to be handmade by really the finest products we can find out there. And through our DTC model, we want it to be affordable. So Dargata really is an acronym standing for democratizing artisanal luxury goods with aesthetic design objectives. So you kind of take out, out the with because that doesn't <laughs> flow so well. But <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's how we came up with the name. Yeah, nice. No, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it, it sounds like something that's been around for ages. Like, oh, thank you. When, uh, when the emails were coming through and I was talking to you guys, I was like, oh, I know those guys. And then you figure out, Oh, I know nothing about them, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad yeah, we put no, that. We're pretty, yeah, we're pretty fresh on the block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I hope you hang around because, like I say, I think some of the products you got up there are really cool. And uh, thanks for taking time out, Jan, and uh, all the best with your company. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure right. talking to you. Thank you, Jan, and apologies for butchering your names so many times in the interview. Best of luck with the brand, and I do encourage you to check out the products if, like me, minimalism is your thing. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. If you like what you hear, why not leave a review? It does help our egos. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode and all content pertaining to fashion, watches, travel, lifestyle over at www.menswearstyle.co.uk and on the social at Menswear Style. If you want to be a guest on the show, tell us about your brand, tell us about your journey. You can email us here at info at menswearstyle.co.uk. And until next time, 